What up, nerds? Um, on this week's episode, we recount all of the new music that's dropped these past two weeks, learn the history and mystery of stan culture, and Brandon finally teaches us the meaning of the term rapid fire. It's your three favorite cows driving on the East Coast, figuring it out and always doing the most. We've got our ups and downs at the end of the don't forget, diet starts Monday. Wow, we are in fact back for yet another episode of Diet Starts Monday. Welcome, wow. everyone. Wow. Wow. Okay. Excitement. I'm here for it. <laughs> that reminds me of that guy. The Mill meme where he's like, wow. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Or is this just not? I think I do. Um, but you know, it's I'm going like, to have it. It's fine. Anyway, our listeners will know. The only meme I can think of right now is the one with the little, the guy from the Simpsons sitting on the bus going, I'm, I'm danger. danger. <laughs> That's actually my favorite thing that's ever existed because that's me 24-7. But anyways, yes, welcome back, everyone. Welcome to a post-Beachella America, which we will get into actually world, not just America, world. We're going to get to that in a little bit. But before we get into um, the ways that our life was changed about a week ago, does a shmoney dance um let's talk about everything else that apparently happened in the world while i was blacked out watching beyonce give me my <laughs> life um yeah okay y'all what's going on uh, honestly so much has happened it doesn't feel like it's only been two weeks it feels like it's been three months because i think more has happened in the last 48 hours maybe than in the last two weeks but yeah. let's get into it um okay 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 I'm going to try and let's, let's try and go in reverse order this time and start dark a little, maybe, I don't know. And then we'll lighten it up. (laughs) I I love it. Let's start. All right. All right. Um, so literally starting in the dark is the fact that Puerto Rico doesn't have power right now. Um, which, although I made a joke, which is not, it wasn't really that good of a joke. It was a pun, but that's not fucking funny. And you know, we, you use the, use the tension and that's how I use humor as well. So it's fine. <laughs> so true, but that's ridiculous. And it just shows how like fragile their whole power grid and everything is. And we don't treat them like our fellow Americans. And by we, I mean our government. Um, so that's a little irksome. Um, so that happened. Speaking of our government, um, everyone Trump's ever met is basically going to jail, which is actually really exciting. I don't think that's technically dark because I'm smiling as I say it. And then on um, speaking of the government also, we like bomb the shit out of Syria for Syria's protection, which someone still hasn't been able to explain to me quite yet. Because it doesn't make sense. True. I don't be knowing about... I like I've heard all of these things. I'm a little behind on my NPR podcast, which is where I try and stay hip because I I don't get a newspaper, nor do I watch a news. But, you know, it seems like a lot of drama. Basically, what happened was that, you know, Syria had like chemical weapons they're releasing on their own people because their government 
like has pretty much turned on its own. Well, I think the people turning against the government and the government therefore turned against the people, but like trying to squash that. Yeah. That rebellion. Exactly. But the, like, obviously the government is supposed to be for the people. But anyways, basically what happened was Syria has been obviously attacking its own people. So as a way of telling them not to attack their own people, we attack the very people that they're attacking, which is silly because it has zero effect on the actual like regime. But like we're just further hurting the people who are already so like it is so bad over there like i can't imagine what it's like as americans i don't think we can even like conceptualize what it's like to live in a war zone and that's what those people are dealing with every single day damn and that's like global haps right right. we finally we finally got international is there is there any more darkness to to speak on or should we be moving to the light uh fuck starbucks that's it Oh, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, no, I was going to say there was a little bit more literal darkness and it was going to say fuck Starbucks. So I think we just sort of encompassed that all in three words. This is like dark, but getting lighter. Um, Shout out to that Southwest Airlines female pilot that saved hundreds and hundreds of lives by like high key landing this plane in that I think okay, the engine like exploded. And unfortunately, a woman was sucked out and Pat died, which the dark, that's the darkness. But the light is that she landed the plane and everyone else survived. That's that's so badass. Like, ugh, we can do everything you can do with cramps. Thanks. Dang. This world, it is a turn in. Outside of airplanes and international warfare and all that fun stuff (laughs) it's so fun (laughs) there has been a lot going on in the the musical realm since we last uh spoke um i guess a couple things like if we had to take it all the way back um nice for what dropped and that's already like revolutionized my ass chicken yes exactly it's i think it's the is it the first official like summer anthem and it's not even technically summer yet yes oh my goodness i i've listened to it in an un an unhealthy amount of times like that's that's it's just the boppest of bops you already know how i feel oh we know how you feel and how do you feel about this drake album that is coming allegedly in june it's coming. Scorpion is coming. Honestly, I feel like Aubrey and I go through this every six months. We were like really solid in our breakup. And every time I try to leave, something keeps pulling me back. Keeps pulling me back, me back, me back telling oh, me. Um, it's so real. We are getting closer and closer to the unveiling and the release of Dirty Computer by Janelle Monet. Um, and if y'all haven't already seen the visual for Pink, and that's P-Y-N-K. So many vaginas. Um, get on it. There's just a lot of, like, clitoral references. And some really dope imagery and solidarity with um, women and femme-identifying persons who don't have vaginas because you don't got to have a vagina to be a woman. Um, that's so that's real. Cool. Shout out to Tessa and Janelle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That video just basically confirmed to me that Tessa and Janelle are like scissoring on the regular. And like, you know what? I'm here for their love. Um, I stand for both of them and they will make a beautiful couple if they ever decide to be out. And if they don't, that's fine because fan fictions will be written about both of you. 
And then Kendrick Lamar just won a Pulitzer Prize um, for Damn. So that's like that's his, that's significant. Is that historic? Is that the first time that something like that has happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's the, it, like I think other works of like music, like musical compositions, have won, but I, I never, I don't think ever a hip hop album. I think was the accomplishment, and I'm sure he's the first black something because it's 2018 and we're still doing things for the first time. Also, I feel like Damn came out like a minute ago, like. Was that 2016, Honestly, early 2017? I feel like Dam's been out for a minute, and that's that's lit. It is lit. Personally, I believe To Pimp a Butterfly should, if anything, have... have and I, I think Kendrick is brilliant all around, but To Pimp a Butterfly was, like, life-changing for me, and I know, like, Kendrick, the Kendrick stands might be, on like, on my back for that, but... <laughs> all two of you who might listen um but yeah it's that like i think it's awesome that he did win for damn but i am um, i'm i liked uh to pimp a butterfly a lot better truth other uh, fancy awards and good things insecure season two i think this was announced today because this is when i saw it was it just won like a peabody award um for just like a great show depicting the lives of black people in la um, so shout out to Issa Rae and the whole squad. Uh, also, shouting out Kid Fury, who's like making, I guess, his acting debut on Dear White People. Season two. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah, it's coming in like May or June. Like a lot of stuff is coming up. I'm actually excited for some like TV and new releases over the, the summer. I know. I agree. I'm excited. Also, we skipped this in the musical segment, but like Cardi dropped her first album. <laughs> And it has like a couple hits on it, you know, like some summertime jams, some things that I'm like not here for. But with any album, you have some hits and you have some misses. Also, she's having a baby and we are all about babies on this show. So congrats to her and whichever of the three Migos that she's currently dating. Um, I'm sure your baby will be cute. Yeah, about babies when they're not mine. I was about to say that I was like all about the babies that aren't mine. (laughs) Uh, Tristan Thompson is trash. I don't really care much for the Kardashians, so, uh, but I know the rest of the world does, so. Welcome to the world, True. What does, is, what is Tristan Thompson, who? What is he? Is he a sports? He's a sports. He plays basketball. <laughs> you should just assume that if you don't know Brandon, that there are sports. <laughs> mm, word. I was just, mm, okay. That's fair. Uh, but yeah. So, I think anybody have any other major haps, major haps that they they feel so inclined to to discuss? Because this is like feeling like a segue moment for me. I was just going to say Kanye's back on Twitter, which is not good for anybody. And <sighs> The Incredible Twos is coming and I'm excited. Also, I tweeted this because all my followers already saw it. But I just realized that in The Incredibles, Frozen's wife's name is Honey and he's not calling her Honey like a pet name. That was very confusing for me, but I just realized it. Amen. <laughs> yes. So... All these haps, a lot of dope things happening in the music world got us thinking, um, and especially around, you know, uh, which we haven't really broken down yet, but all the, the events surrounding Beachella um, from the past weekend and um, any of you people out in the Coachella land that are blessed enough to see that, shout out to you and your coins or your your 
parents' coins, however you got there, your sugar daddy's coins. I don't care, but you know, proud of you. Um, we were, we've actually said the word already like eight times alone in this podcast, and that is Stan. So our topic for this week that we kind of want to break down and get into is Stan culture that has really blossomed, flourished, thrived, infected, depending on maybe your feelings about it, uh, the interwebs over the last several years um, and the advent of social medias. So I think it's so funny that it's a culture. It really is. It's it's an entity. Yeah, I agree. It's a monster. So let, let's break it down. Starting off with what is a stan? Class? Well, <laughs> if we're going to speak historically, um, the term stan was originated in the early 2000s when a young white boy from Michigan wrote a song in which he was singing about a super fan that he had. Um, named Stan, a combination of the term both stalker and fan. Since then, the term has evolved to describe folks who are just super fans of certain artists or shows, movies, things, cultures, etc. Yes. So that's definitely like the origin of the word Stan. And I'm just going to read from the Urban Dictionary real quick, but it's actually kind of follows that same exact theme. So plain and simple, the top definition is based on the central character in the Eminem song of the same name. A Stan is an overzealous, maniacal fan for any celebrity or athlete. So I think y'all basically hit the nail on the head with the origin. Um, but I think that although it started with that song, kind of the culture around it has really like exploded, um, especially with things like Twitter and Instagram and um, that stuff making the, I guess, the lives and everyday nonsense of celebrities a lot more accessible to their audiences and to these fan bases, or should I say stand bases. Um, but moving right along. For whom do you stand? Uh, I feel like my you should go first because my list is so small. <laughs> Whereas yours is probably like 50 people deep. Um, no, I don't think so. I think I like a lot of people, but I don't like truly stand for a lot of people. So it's probably like six. I like stand for Drake. I stand for Beyonce. I stand for Grey's Anatomy as like a show and a concept and a way of life. Um, I I've like recently, I guess, started. I don't know. I don't think I really stand that hard for a lot of things. Like I like a lot of things, but not too many things passionately the way I like those three. Like, I want to call myself a Rihanna stan, and I think I'm, like, a, a big fan. But I don't know if I'm... I mean, I actually, I do live for everything that she does, so maybe I am a stan. And I would kill her out of love, which I think is what a lot of standing is rooted in. Um, you also listed Janelle and Tessa at the top of the show. I did. I do. Yeah, I stan. I stan hardcore for Tessa. Um... I like wish I stand harder for Janelle. Like I love her, but I don't think I am a big enough of a fan to say I'm a stan. Like live for everything she does, but I don't know it enough. <laughs> 
I live for Janelle Monet. She just is everything. Her like I've been I've been following her since she like started um, because my dad was like super into her music and her whole like I won't say she was like the first person to like conceptualize a full like I don't I don't even know how to put it. Like she put together through her music she put together a full like universe. Like she conceptualize like a, a like a universe where like the there's like androids and they represent kind of like oppressed people of like given that her identities she lives at the intersection of like several identities like oppressed i guess you could say identities so like the androids kind of like encompass all of that and then like her music is also like beautiful she composes she like writes all of her music she it's like i don't know like i just there's like a lot of shit going on in her head and I like I would pay to be a fly on the wall in her brain. Like I I don't stand her because like I'm like, oh, she's so pretty and fun and great, and blah 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 blah. Like I just think she's literally a genius. So let me stop here before we keep going. I think I feel that same way like about Michelle Obama also as like for the culture. <laughs> um, like I did not see like, that coming. Bullshit. I live for Michelle Obama so Those hardcore. She got me she got me my first viral tweet on Twitter, so I will forever be thankful for that. But also like what? really? Yeah, no, tell me no, more. I, like Mm, you know my twitter journey it's it's a long time but basically i tweeted this video of when she and, and ellen went to cbs together and you know it just blew up oh yeah so yeah, yeah. I remember i'm that. just grateful for her as a person and also i think i kind of feel that way about michelle williams who just announced that she's been engaged for like three weeks and i am here for it i love michelle she is the strongest member of destiny's child that's all i'm gonna say about that goodbye she holds down the alto uh she always says yes um she's always serving us a solid pop um just like she did at the brief reunion at Beachella. um Aj, are there any other entities that you'd like to express your standship for uh kimbra she just she makes music that is just always relevant to whatever's happening in my life and it's always unique and innovative in ways that i can't even imagine and she's just this like ethereal ethereal i think the word is yeah like kind of mystical and spiritual presence in my life i think that's like pretty much as far as my standship goes i feel like for (laughs) those of you who aren't hip to kimbra me and aj have um, a casual obsession um she is a singing fairy goddess creature from new zealand uh, where they say hundreds and thousands instead of sprinkles um and (laughs) by the time you hear this her whole ass new album will have dropped so peep it that's k as in kangaroo i as in igloo m as in mary b as in brassiere r as in rainbow and a as an apple i don't know military letter things so that's what you're getting but anywho uh (laughs) if i had to briefly recount what i would consider my own standships similar to maya i think that i like and i thoroughly enjoy many things on this earth but the only people, celebrities, artists that I get really fucking hype about um, 
that I'm like on the edge of my seat I would be Beyonce for one. Really just anything that she does when she posts an Instagram or six at once as she loves to do. They're all great. Um, when she. And I agree. I just, I don't know why I don't stand Beyonce, which like, don't get me wrong. Like heavy, heavy, heavy fan. Also think she's brilliant. I paid my ducats to go see her now on four separate occasions. Like I am definitely a heavy Beyonce fan, but to identify with the beehive is next level standship. And I don't think I qualify. So that's so true. Maybe I'm not a real stand because I don't think that I would physically assault someone if they didn't but love I feel Beyonce. Like there's levels to this standing. <sighs> and I think like that, and I don't know if you'll maybe ask about this, but like, that's just unhealthy. <laughs> like, I don't think I would. Ass- yeah. yeah there's we'll just like there. levels. Let's yeah. unpack that in a second. We'll get there. So, you know what? I can still stand Beyonce. I, as a, as a musician, I, I actually find her music really has a lot of layers to it sonically and in its meaning. I think that in her last couple of albums, basically since four and beyond where I think she's taken a lot more of the reins in the creative department there and worked with maybe more producers than yeah. she would have before. Um, not that uh, Dangerously in Love and B-Day weren't full of bops. Um, but they were bops, not like works of art. And they're still great and fun and nostalgic, but I actually really enjoy a lot of the more recent Beyonce things, even though she maybe hasn't been like top of the charts or in, in like, you know, singles for me, it's not about that. I'm just like, Oh, this is like very, I mean, all the visuals with all of her like uh, visual albums in, in addition to just the music of it all is super cool to me. And I do think she's a really talented performer beyond that. So <laughs> anyway, um, but like, and, sorry, adding on to that. also, I also think Beyonce, like her later albums have really validated her as an artist and not that she needed too much validation, but like, she's gone way beyond bops. If you ask me and into like, just like, I don't know, like this social justice space, the like empowering black women space. Like she just like has done so fucking much with her music and I am not minimizing, like minimizing Beyonce at all. Like I don't want anyone to think that I do not fucking love Beyonce because I do, but I do not stand. Cause like, I just, I, I don't know. There's something that feels like I'm crossing a line there. I don't think I deserve. I haven't been like following since day one. I think that's my issue. I got you and that's okay know yourself. Um, my other, <laughs> hmm, other things that I stand again, I don't, I think I like a lot of things and I don't, uh, but I wouldn't say they're all stands. <sighs> I think my guilty pleasure standing is for one Ms. Ariana Grande. I just, <laughs> yes, I love it. I think it's the gay in me. Um, also I just think everything she does is hilarious and very and she's also just she has the fucking range um she can sing her ponytail oh my god it's gone <laughs> down a couple levels she lowered it today oh yeah. that's what else i'm excited about like that's how i know i'm standing because i'm shaking and like <laughs> clutch and clenching my fist you all can see me um but she's releasing <laughs> she's like releasing a new song in a couple hours and i'm gonna poop um <sighs> but like when she licked those donuts me. How I got it was that. <laughs> I'm like, I need to lick you. Ah. 
Yeah, she licked donuts. She was, and everyone was like, Ariana Grande hates America. And I was like, me too. Honestly, <laughs> same. Like, what? Also, I'm here for her TBC, her Tad Brad and Chad boyfriend. Um, that's uh, a term that I'm trying to coin. So you heard it here first. Yes, I love it. Put it on the merch. Put it on the merch. Shout out to the TBCs <laughs> out there. Um, but yeah, so the ponytail, licking donuts, um, being like a, a, a young vocal Mariah Carey. I just uh, honestly no, she's standable. Uh, like words. I don't know what her um her following is called, but they're nuts. Arianators? I don't know. I think I'm pretty sure that's what it's called. I should ask. We have. I feel like we know people who are into her. I oh, getting yeah. into her. Uh, okay. Into you? It's a joke. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm gonna stop now while I'm ahead. <laughs> Um, okay. This is, um, I'm just putting myself on blast. So I think we started to kind of get into this. So there's different levels to standship. I guess we had to like, I think a prime example of, um, those levels is Beyonce's beehive. Like they really will go on another, like if a celebrity shades her in some way, or if it's perceived that they're saying something shady or whatever, buzz, buzz, she buzz, doesn't buzz, do shit. Like, like Beyonce has tweeted like a total of eight times. Um, she's actually not really active on shit besides Instagram. Um, and someone else is probably doing that for her. So it's just funny to me that people will like hop into other people's comments and mentions and just be like, oh, fuck you. And just put like a thousand of the B emoji. Like, what is that about? So I feel like the only time, maybe they didn't, I don't even know if they even crossed the line, but the beehive, to me, this was the funniest moment when they fucking ended Carrie. Oh, I don't even remember her name now. Shit. Um, pretty girl rock. (laughs) Thank you. They fucking ended her career to the point where I do not remember her name. Like what? <laughs> I don't know if that's a step too far, but anyways, she like shaded Beyonce. She was asking for it. It was over after that. I mean, she was wrong. Don't get me wrong, but like they ended her entire life. Like she's probably out here working at a Foot Locker somewhere. She was dating Serge Ibaka, who is fine for a really long time. Google him. Um, so she made her way back, just not musically ever. But she was on her way up, and they fucking took her out. I like that song, Yay. Energy. But anyway. (laughs) Uh, Some of her music is really bad, though. So sometimes you shoot yourself in the foot. Sorry, Carrie. But okay. Other than that, like true hardcore. Oh, there's a heavy. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, no. I feel like what I'm about to say is going to go to a place. So I'm going to let you finish your thoughts and then we're going to circle back. I'm going to let you finish, but. (laughs) No, I was going to say, I feel like. There's, ooh, no, oh, unhealthy standship. Taylor Swift, we might get fined for even saying her fucking name, um, but bleep it out or something. Um, but her stands are, they, mm, shout out to the Swifties. Swifties. They might be worse than the Beehive. She has like white supremacist Swifties. She has 14 year old, 13 year old Swifties. Just like she has like exploded when you said she has white supremacist Swifty, Swifties. And I think it's because you missed this part of the world, Brandon, but Taylor Swift was like the white alt rights, like white queen for a while and they were all like lifting her up like she is our white savior yes and she like didn't really denounce them and so 
they were like, oh, yes, we love her. She's destroying Kanye West. Oh, I like know she was problematic, but I didn't. Oh, God, girl. She will fucking get your wedding video taken off YouTube for playing one of her songs, but will not denounce her alt-right supporters. Like, come on, like white feminism, please. Uh, Anyways, that's that's the only other like stand base that I feel like compares to the beehive. But I use compare in in the like least related sense of the word because they are not justified because your music isn't that good anymore. Not that it was even that great in the first place. It was like pretty good at one point. Um, and she's just awful. We're going to get sued. I know okay. this episode's going to, there's probably like little red dots are going to start appearing on our foreheads. Um, anyhow. Oh my God. <laughs> so, speaking of, I guess, these various stand bases and their occasional animosity and, you know, hostile reactions to any minor criticism of an artist or celebrity. Like, this kind of came up when we um, when over the past couple weeks because um, Cardi B, you know, released her debut album, which we were talking about a little bit earlier. And then um, just a couple days ago, Nicki Minaj actually released two singles. Um, so the question being... How come we can't celebrate, you know, more than one person at a time? Or why can't we like both artists that are seemingly in a similar lane? So the, you know, you, Nikki and Cardi B or like Beyonce and Rihanna, why must we pick one? Or why can't you just like enjoy one and casually just be like, ah, that's not my thing for the other one. Like, why does it have to be this war? Well, this does not answer your question, but it was what I was going to say earlier before we moved forward. Yeah. Sorry, just have to say it before I lose track of it. But you had asked why, like, I don't even know what the question was, but it was basically about, like, why is standing a thing, I think, was the gist of it. But for me, I just think of it as, like, standing is always coming from a place of love. And so you start off with this, like, very, like, you know, I, like, really like what this person does. I like the way they dressed. I, like, I just, like, live for them. They're so great. And the thing about loving something is sometimes you just can love it too much. It's like when the baby squishes the puppy to death on accident because he's hugging it so hard. And so when I think of, like, standing gone wrong, I think of Selena and how, like, she was murdered by her biggest fan. And, like, that was not, like, a murder of hatred. She wasn't like, I hate you. She's literally like killed her because she loved her so much. She just like could not stand the thought of other people possessing her. And that is unhealthy and really wrong. And that's when I think standing gets dangerous. So we talk about like getting in people's comments and stalking, which is like a huge issue for people. And so this thing that is like bred in love you know how love be like fucking up your serotonin and your chromosomes and your brain and shit. And then you end up murdering the person. You're like, damn, sorry. I just loved you too hard. It's like of mice and men when um, Lenny hugs the mouse too hard and kills it, but it was an accident. <sighs> so love wow. is honestly the problem here because it messes up your brain. That just that was an emotional roller coaster, but I would also like to note in the same vein to put everyone keep everyone on the roller coaster. Um, Stan, from what I understand, was a true story. Like that song, like is based on like something that actually happened, from what I understand, and maybe that's like it. urban legend. 
it could be urban legend, but I'm pretty sure I've read like a news story or something at some point. It, it, I mean, and it could have been fake. Who knows? But just saying like, you know, don't don't kill yourself or others based on your your fandom for celebrities like they're at the end of the day, just humans. Relax. They're just peoples. They put on their bra one boob at a time, just like everybody else, as uh, Tina <laughs> Tina would say. Oh, gosh. Um, I don't think you can. Can you physically do that? <laughs> we'll test it. We'll work on it, Maya. You know, as a front clipper who has to turn, I just see it happening all in one swift motion. So <laughs> I'm actually a black, a black clipper. That too, but a back clipper. <laughs> the more you know. Um, anyway, so I'm just going to bring it back around. Are we good? Yeah, on you had a question originally. Dangerous? Sorry. Are we good on like the dangers of standing too hard? Yes. That's and why. now the question is, why can't we stand for more yes. than one person at a time? Yes. Why? I think it's because we live in this false narrative where people are like, you can't have more than one thought at once. So if you like something, you must obviously be hating everything else, which is so stupid. It's like people are like, oh, you're talking about this. So you sleep to these other things. Like, no, all these brain cells are constantly thinking about many things at the exact same time. Um, sorry, your brain can't do that. But like I can live for... And I don't, but like I can like be a Cardi B fan and a Nicki Minaj plant fan while still like paying homage to the Trinas and the Foxy Browns of the past and recognizing that there is some girl sitting in her basement who's like trying to be the next whoever and like appreciate all of it as someone who can't rap and be like, damn, y'all are in that lane doing that. And I'm in this lane doing this. If you notice a lot of the people that we try to pit against one another are women. And in the words of Chimamanda... <laughs> We teach girls to, uh, what was it? We teach girls to shrink themselves and to compete uh, for the attention of others, et cetera, et cetera. Listen to Flawless, because I can't do it word for word unless I'm listening to it. But basically where like women can't coexist apparently, like because patriarchy, sexism, et cetera. Like they, people are constantly pitting, like pitting women against one another because apparently you can't exist in the same space and share in some sort of limelight. Whereas like, I feel like the number of like, like men have a roster of, of, of like rappers and such. And they all, you know, they all occupy different lanes within the same genre, but like you can enjoy all of them. Like a Nicki Minaj song sounds nothing like a Cardi B song. So why do you need to pick one over the other? It's like, it's apples to oranges. Like, yeah, it's still fruit, but they're two different things, you know? And they're like all live in some realm where they think that they're original, but like, hello, we are so far past the age of original thought that like every song is a sample of another song and no one is really creating anything anymore. So not to like burst your bubble, but a lot of y'all are just redoing what someone else did. So hello. But yeah, I think, I think that's a big part of it. Cause I, I don't know. I've never seen like, very rarely, I'll say, I more frequently see two women being like compared or, you know, having competing stand bases or whatever. Whereas, like, it doesn't happen so frequently with, I feel, male artists, although it does it, like happen. It it's doesn't, just... though, because, oh, girl, I feel the tangent brewing in my chest. Um, all these freaking mumble rappers out there, the little Zans and Yans and Tans and Cans and the Yachtys and the whoever's who like tattoo their face and dye tattoos. their hair. Yeah. I could yeah, not yeah. tell you 
from today, tomorrow, eight through I don't know which one of you is which. I just recently realized whose voice on the radio belongs to the one that Amber Rose was dating. I can't even remember his name. But y'all sound exactly alike, but no one is saying that you're copying this person's style and you're copying this person. Y'all are allowed to exist in your realm of identicalness. But let two black women share a similar wig and both rap and then be told that like, ooh, you know, it has to be one or the other. The oh, we get the wig. Both of you. Their wigs are identical. But um, you know what? I'm here for it. It's fine. But like, it's just so annoying because all these trash 19 to 23 year olds who are making nonsense music and like streaming and making money off of that. And then these women are like in the studio working hard. Cardi B is growing a whole ass human being in her body right now. And she got up on that Coachella stage and she was working it. Her baby was probably like, oh, my God, earthquake. But she was like, sorry, girl, you're trying to eat. I got to work. Shout out to women. That, people were posting that Mr. Krabs meme. Honestly, it's probably like the really one where it's scary. Like <laughs> and we're like Cardi B's baby during Coachella. That was inside the womb. Just yeah. like, oh. I don't know. I feel like a lot of men, like not men themselves, but like male rappers, will, like people will debate like who's the best ever or something like that. Um, but they never say like, oh, I can't listen to both or like, you know, that type of thing. Speaking of which... Uh, I am tired of people bringing Chris Brown into this Beyonce Michael Jackson conversation. I'm tired of it. One, why are we still gassing him? He needs mental help. He like, like not to say that that's something for him to be ashamed of, but like when he's expressing it in the way that he does, i.e. like beating women, like get this man some help. One, two, he's a great dancer and everything, but he does not have the range his songs are not that good. Like, like, please, please. I'm sorry. Like Beyonce, Michael Jackson, one league, Chris Brown, like put him, put him where he belongs and like not in the league with the greats. Okay. And I'm not even going to like, I'm not going to make the determination between like Beyonce, and Michael Jackson. I'm not going to like start that debate because I'm honestly not sure. And I might even have to go with Michael Jackson. Don't hate me. But would you ever put Chris Brown on a stage next to Michael Jackson unless it was for something other than like dancing? I wouldn't put anyone on a stage. Like, I don't even think Michael Jackson and Beyonce are comparable because they do two very different things. Like, yeah, like I would I ignored that three days on Twitter where people were talking about that. But um, yeah, no, Chris Brown just needs to just go be a father because he seems to be really good at that. And his daughter is like alive and happy and she looks happy at least. And she's like wearing little track suits and those weird shirts with creatures on them. And she's enjoying her life, eating fruit snacks and things like that. So just go be a father, maybe father some more children and like be distracted for the next 18 to 36 years. Do something wholesome. Just saying. Anyways, Brandon, I'm sure you did not intend for this to go this way. <laughs> I honestly am here for it. Like, this is all wholesome content to me. Um, <laughs> me, wholesome. That's a good one. Yeah. But, yeah, it's funny that you all also mentioned having the range. Because to uh, wrap up our discussion today, I just wanted to do a lightning round with you all. And that's going to be, does she have the range? Oh, God, we're so bad at these. <laughs> we're like lightning so, round. Go no, 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 no. Tangent. Tangent. <laughs> All right. So 
I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you the name, and you just, you just, yay or nay to the range. Okay, okay I'm ready. Okay. Rihanna. Nay. <laughs> she wasn't. <laughs> she wasn't nay, but she can yay sometimes. Does she have an actual range? Nay, but she has some yays. Um, I love a good Rihanna bot, but it's a nay. Our first tangent into it. <laughs> sorry, uh, can't help sorry, it. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Lady Gaga. Yay! Yay! Um, that was quick consensus into it. Justin Bieber. Nay. nay. Uh, just as I suspected. <laughs> Jasmine Sullivan. Yay! Yay. Underrated Yay. queen. We love you. Underrated. We love you. Oh, sorry. Keep it rolling. Let me look at my list. Yeah, we're light ending. Like, look at us go. See, I should have been more ready. I really thought y'all were going to like break the shit down hard. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can talk about it if you want. Adele Atkins. Yeah. Oh my God. Yay. Who? Adele. Who? Adele. Adele. Oh, is that even a question? Listen, for some it might be. I'm just asking. We got a yay from Maya. What you think? Was that a yay? I'm assuming. Oh, it's a that's a hell yay. That's the, hell all the range. Yay! Put it on the merch. <laughs> on the hell yay! I love that too. Oh my gosh. Um, let's see. Beyonce. Yay! 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 Sorry, that's like a couple obvious ones in here. I need to like get think outside the box. Um, let's see. What else is on here that might be like a curveball? There are some men in there. Because it's You're usually right. nays. <laughs> That's true. John Mayer. Ooh. Nay. Yay. Hmm. Nay. He hasn't made music uh, like in like John eight Mayer, years. But... So everything he made then was in, he had the range. He was killing it. His body is a wonderland. He, no. I, okay. The question is not, is he a good artist? It is, does he have the range? Love John Mayer. His, he is like, he had, he hits all of like seven solid notes. So he though. has a range. That's a range. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a range. It's the range. What is the range then? Like, are you saying, can he go from like, hey, to hey? Or are you saying like, yeah. okay, well then everyone is an A except Adele and Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm living for this. Um, Lin Manuel Miranda. Nay. Nay. Uh, my favorite musical extraordinaire who has no business singing. He Love can you, rap man. his butt off, but you know, that singing. Uh, Even with rapping, David Diggs came and took a large doo doo on his voice. So. Oh, true. Christina Aguilera. Yay. Yay. Uh, love her and her. <laughs> Yes, growl. Yes. Barbara Streisand. Yay. Classic yay. yay. Uh, a classic yeah. yay. A queen. John Legend. Nay. Yay for his, he has his range. He was not, we talked No, about we discussed this last I week. I know, that was not in his range. People need to stay in their lane. That's the problem. <laughs> Stop trying to do stuff you can't do. Do you know why I don't come on this show every two weeks and start singing? Because my voice dropped in the fifth grade and it has not come back up so i will not subject you to that because i know myself but if i could sing <laughs> i would be singing uh, y'all have a great drake oh yay what? <laughs> <laughs> y'all know that drake had the audacity to be like i want this album to be 
kind of like an Adele album. I think he said that about one of his albums. Like, I'm looking people and I was just like, Wait. it was on more, it was like more life or something. One of the ones where he had a lot of singing songs and I was just like, Drake. He is singing, nigga. Oh. <laughs> I love him. I have one. Yeah. Can I play? Yeah, yeah. Alicia Keys. Nay. <laughs> Not anymore. Never. Wait, songs in the key of A minor or whatever. Yeah, I mean, listen, ready? I'm a, I'm gonna put this bluntly. She is a pianist. <laughs> <laughs> it's Alicia Keys, not Alicia the Rage. Oh my gosh! Listen, no, no, no. Okay, you know how I'm a stay at home mom and I watch The Voice regularly. Oh, yes. Like, yeah. Okay, so Kelly Clarkson is also a, um, a coach on The Voice this this season. And they were fighting for an artist and Alicia stands up and goes, I'm the only person with the range like you. And Kelly just looked at her like, sis. Honestly, <laughs> Kelly Clarkson was my angsty queen from like 2006 to 2011. So, uh, And Kelly Clarkson has the range. Yes. Yes. Since you've been gone, Kelly. <laughs> she was looking at Alicia like, oh, no, I know you did not just say that. Wow. What about <laughs> Kelly Rowland? Let's just do Kelly. All right, we'll do like. <laughs> we'll do like three more um that guy uh, i mean i'm such an asshole who's the singer Sam from Smith. panic at the disco oh um Ooh. it's on the tip of my tongue but i know who you're talking about that white guy brandon <laughs> oh is it brandon yuri yes oh we're gonna we're get we're gonna get fought by their stance i'm gonna confirm this while you tell me if he it has is. a range it's brendan with an e ah i see he Ooh, i will say a light yay i don't think i've ever heard him sing like i don't like i know what panic does is singing but it's different um but you know oh you know who really has the range horrifying. from that era Haley williams <gasps> bitch nope. She is my shit. I like Haley Williams, um, Paramore. Oh, Paramore. Uh, the only audio of her singing still into you. I like watch that video once every three weeks of her like soloed yes. vocals and a single tear falls from my left eye. Down my cheek. All right. <laughs> I, Down I, my I, neck. I do love that. Our punk pop realness. Um, and last but not least, Aretha Franklin. Yes, bitch. What the hell? <laughs> what? I know, right? Not maybe not, say, maybe not today. <laughs> the voice fell as soon as her boobs did, but you know, um, a queen nonetheless. That's true. She's like forever a queen. But yeah. thanks for playing, y'all. What about like wow? I want to do like classics. I'm like Stevie. Yay. Yeah, kind of yeah. range too. He don't got the hairs, but he got the range. Uh, relatable. <laughs> oh. huh. I I thoroughly enjoyed that. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, that was the most lightningest thing we've ever done in our entire lives. But actually, thanks for playing, booze. Good topic. But, uh, also, that was solid. I feel like I want to go stab someone in the name of love. On that note, <laughs> R. Kelly Reed, we're going to take a quick break. Name of love. Why has Weird Al not written that song yet? I'm here for it. Uh, bye, Maya. Bye, Maya. Stab in the name of love. Stab, stab.
So now that we're back uh, from stabbing with love, um, it is time for us to uh, love on some some men. Uh, one in particular, uh, in Ooh. honor in honor of once y'all have heard this uh, scandal will have ended forever. It is an important era in my life, Shonda. Um, thank you in advance for what is going to be ready. an amazing episode. Um, and I will probably cry because it's over. Um, but my ass is going to have to go out to one Scott Foley, AKA Jake Ballard. Um, although he's turned on us and he's now, uh, I guess he thinks he's, evil command whatever um really i think he's just a softy and he's just like your run-of-the-mill kind of like basic white guy but something about him something about him does it for me i don't know i think he has like i think he just has like soulful eyes i don't know what it is to be honest i'm looking at him now because i had to google this as someone who doesn't watch a lot of scandal can't tell but he might have dick sucking lips oh my god oh, oh yes <laughs> That was a lot. Anyway. Um, I'm ready to watch him die this episode. Um, honestly, yeah, like personally, go. I'm ready. Like, but also, fun fact: he was married to Jennifer Garner, which is so random. But really, yeah, isn't that the randomest couple you could like? Well, not the randomest. There are some random couples out there, but like they were married for a minute, and I'm like, oh, I don't see it because. I mean, she obviously doesn't make good choices when it comes to men, but this is not about her. This is about Jake and standing in the sun, and, which he almost did, but then he faltered into the darkness. Looking at a picture of them right now, and she is wearing this deep cut black dress and like a fancy choker of diamonds or pearls, and he looks dead in the eyes. <laughs> anyway. I don't know what it is. But anyways, it sounds like Brandon doesn't see it for Scott. My no, no, he's fine. I'm just making observations. <laughs> Both of those were compliments. <laughs> he looks dead in the um, that's, my, uh, wow. that's my ass. That's who I, I see it for. Uh, Maya, what song, what song do you see it for? I'm this looking week? at the picture right now. He does look really dead in the eyes. <laughs> Really? Okay. I call Scott Foley. Aja, if you want to partake, it was one of the. <laughs> okay, Brandon, that was the funniest thing you've ever said. So, congratulations. Um, Aja, I'm here for it. You know, I liked seasons like two through four, Jake. And I feel like I've seen him in other things. Can't really remember now because I'm still laughing about the dead in the thing, dead in the eyes thing in my head, but I I I accept. Oh, he was on Grace. Duh. He was Teddy's husband. Because you know, Shonda loves to recycle actors, which I'm here for. She's like, everybody eating. You eat in, we eat in. TGIT, we eat in. So I'm here for it. Oh, this awkward silence means it's my turn. Great. Um, yeah, so I'm on musical duty, aka Libop. Libop, because Bop is the masculine. Uh, yeah, I took French for five years. Um, but we've. I had a semi 
and I'm still sort of making the choice in my head right now because I had a hard time picking what song that I wanted to make the bop. Um, but I just, you know, gave in to my natural desires and it's um, Nice For What by Drake. I just like had to. I mean, the yeah. video alone, I like we have we, we've heard about our group chat. Um, <laughs> we have a group chat and in it, when I like watched the video, but it was late, so I didn't want to disrupt everyone. But then I was just had like a full on text meltdown, <laughs> and so I was like, "That's oh, what group chats are for, Danny." Okay, I like you know I don't sleep, and they do, but just like the cameos, y'all know. Oh, I stand for Tracy Ellis Ross. I can't believe I forgot about her. Um, I oh, just yeah. remember right now. I you all know I want to grow up to be Tracy Ellis Ross, and she does the same mom white woman dance that I do, and she did it in that video, and I was here for it. And her jumpsuit. I mean, I was here for Issa, that table of white dudes. I was here for Young Yara, who's like my yes. idol. The twins. I was here for Zoe Saldana and her babies. I was here for Olivia Wilde in the beginning, holding it down for the white women. Random ass Emma Robertson, uh, Roberts, excuse me, shows up at the end. I'm like, okay, Addie Singer, you put her. On a fabulous bitch. Um, it was just a lot happening in that video. The race car girl, whose name I can't remember, Letitia Wright, was like, you know what? I'm about to make my money. Shout out to Black Panther. So just every time I blinked, a different person that I'm here for showed up. And then people were like, oh, Drake, you know, because people like to hate. They're like, why wasn't this a video celebrating the Black f- female form? And then someone on Twitter so elegantly put it that Drake has a whole ass white mama. So of course there was white women in this video. Hello, he came from a white woman and I'm here for it. We love across all racial lines. But the song itself is like a fuck dude's anthem, like middle finger, not like penetrate. And I'm here for that. <laughs> as a concept like nice for what no reason at all you like i'm here for it so without further ado you've probably heard it 356,000 times like i have so what's one more here is nice for what by the love of my life aubrey drake graham everybody get your motherfucking roll on i know shorty and she doesn't want no slow song had a man last year life goes on haven't let the thing lose girl it's so long you been inside, know you like to lay low. I've been people what you bring to the table. So everyone, thanks for listening. This has been another episode of Diet Starts Monday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts in addition to being on SoundCloud. Um, make sure you subscribe, rate, comment, and then rate and comment again. Um, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DSM Pod or on Facebook at Diet Starts Monday Podcast. You can also always email us. Uh, we love a, <laughs> ooh, I'm about to do it again, y'all. Uh, we love a well-crafted email because you can like get it. Um, but <laughs> with all that, I'm Aj. I'm Maya. And I'm Brandon. And our diet starts Monday. Peace. This week's episode of Diet Starts Monday was produced and edited by Maya Dawit, Brandon Shat, and Ajane Truss. Our theme song was written and performed by Brandon Shat. You can find episodes of the show on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DSMPod or on Facebook at Diet Starts Monday Podcast. You can find episodes of this show on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. Fuck!
Got to do it again. <laughs>